I'm not winging it. I just don't know what the fuck I'm doing. That means we So hello y'all. We are back. It is me, Blair, and Hello y'all. It's Lex. And we are back. We've taken a little hiatus. A lot of things have happened. Um, Lex, do you want to catch anybody up on what's been going on with you? Yes, you guys, we've been gone for a little hot second, but we back in action, you know. But during the hiatus, the girl did get married. So mm-hmm. I'm still Alexis J because my husband has the same, um, his last name starts with the same last name mine does. So I'm still Alexis J to y'all. Um, but yeah, I'm a wife. We we a month in, going on two months into this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, what else? We... We kickstart my business back up. I rebranded a little bit. So Alexis Media, go follow us over there on Instagram. And that's pretty much it. I will put the um, link to Alexis's professional account in the bio of the episode or in the descriptor of the episode. So you guys be sure to check out her page. And if y'all need any tips or uh, any help with your social media management, she's the girl to reach out to. I promise. Um, Of course, I've been gone as well. I was going to try to pick up and give you guys episodes because everybody has been asking and I kind of felt bad to have all these people that, you know, are very interested in my podcast and like rooting for me to do it and supported us. We had some really high numbers and then just kind of go ghost like that. But life happens and we are going to work on being more consistent. Um, That may look like just one of us, you know, dropping an episode if we both can't do it, but we're going to make this thing work. Um, I was um, a bridesmaid. <laughs> I don't know. What did uh, Claudia say? There's an S in bridesmaids, Nene. <laughs> I was a bridesmaid. Um, I had a good time uh, at the wedding. Um, I do want to give another shout out to everybody, all the U of A grass that came and kicked it at Leo Bash. We big kicked it this past weekend. That kind of kicked it. Big kicked it, y'all. Like, you know, every Leo bash is something crazy, but (laughs) I feel like the older we get, the more crazy shit is. And and I like it. So I'm looking forward to the one next year. And just shout out to everybody. It was nice to see some people that I haven't seen in a long time. But it's like really all y'all moved to my hometown. So (laughs) um But yes, so we'll go ahead and get the episode started with our hot topics. So, um, Lex, you want to go? What's popping in the news lately? Okay, so, you know, I follow a couple of pages on IG that always keep me updated with the latest gossip. So we are going to start out with Jay Nice. I am going to read the comments to you guys. Jay Nice says, at 30, I'm finally growing into my grown woman body. Yes, surgery is nice, but ladies, don't rush it or at least wait until after your first child. Give it time. Your body will change as you get older. 
Um, and some people on Black Twitter <laughs> were kind of like not feeling her saying that. So we have one girl that says, I want women who get their body done to stop acting like they haven't. One girl said, I just want to know why girls who aren't literally all plastic feel the urge to tweet things like this. Another girl said, when y'all do this after y'all get surgery, it comes off like some hater shit to me. I love when people with BBLs and boob jobs tell the rest of us we will get through a second, we will go through a second puberty once we hit 30 dead. And then the last uh, Jay Nice tweeted again and said, I never said anything about me having surgery. A lot of young women have been asking and telling me they want to get their body done. I simply said they should wait because at the age your body, at that age, your body is still growing. Um, and I agree with her. I don't know why people, I don't know why some women felt like that was a shade or how that is hate she's telling these girls like yes you skinny right now but your body changes and as someone who had you know I haven't had any enhancements to my body when I turned 24 it's like I got these hips out of nowhere (laughs) like I had a little booty but it's like I got these hips and ass out of nowhere literally my titties got a little bit bigger in the last year that might have something to do with me gaining weight, but like my body has literally changed. My body is not a little girl body no more. So I feel her on that. She's not bashing people that went and got surgery because she went and got surgery, but she is telling y'all to wait. And if you don't want to wait, that's your choice. By all means, do what you want to do, but do your research out here, folks. I think when I saw it, I didn't think she was necessarily bashing surgery, um, I don't know much about her. Um, I do see her name a lot on this one gossip forum that I like to uh, read in my, pa- you know, to pass time and stuff. And there's like a bunch of stuff on it on there about her. I never really clicked on it. I don't, I don't know what she is, who she does, what she does or anything like that. But when I saw the tweet and I saw her body, I was like, girl, now, <laughs> because bitch, you didn't wait till you got your grown woman body. But at the same time, she is right. I don't know how I personally feel about people that are 19, 20, 21 getting BBLs and stuff, because you're right. You do grow and and your body does change for me. Even when I was skinny and I was a zero, I had hips. So I wasn't gaining like hips and and shape or nothing. I just became like retound in this bitch. Like I became fat. So yeah, people should definitely wait because I would be mad as hell if I went and got a BBL at fucking 22 and now here i am at 27 and i'm over here looking like donkey kong because you know a lot of these people they do get it's a lot of surgery upkeep so i do get if you don't like me personally i didn't know her so when i saw the tweet i was like bitch come on now you (laughs) like it kind of in my opinion it kind of read like y'all rushing to get surgery don't like I, i i got this shape from you know, my grown woman. And then people were posting things, I guess, where she said that she hadn't gotten any lipo or stuff like that. I don't know how long ago that was. Um, I don't, I don't know the context behind it, but I'm like, I know a lipo stomach when I see one, I know lipo hips when I see one, like, you know, you ain't fooled me, but regardless, I, I'm glad that she cleaned it up and kind of explained. And I do agree with her that younger people should kind of wait because you don't know how your body is going to fill out. You really don't. 
a lot of these celebrities and then you also have to get like multiple rounds to achieve the look that you want and a lot of these celebrities that you see that look like wisdom teeth you know they didn't they didn't get there from their first or second round you know they went back and so just wait till you kind of I guess go through your second phase of puberty I didn't know that people went through their second phase of phase of puberty at 30 though but you know whatever (laughs) yeah I don't know that they got through a phase of puberty at 30 um but obviously I do think that our bodies will continue to evolve and change with gaining weight losing weight however um so I don't know because shit all of a sudden a bitch like me got titties I ain't never had titties before they get heavy when I'm on my period and everything now I be like what what this come <laughs> from okay yeah I just I just got bigger like I <laughs> I had the shape I saw where it was going but I, I didn't see it going this far um okay yeah. so let's say that you're in the club you and your man go out to the club you're a married woman now. Is Byron allowed to get a dance from somebody else? Are you allowed to go dance with somebody? Um, Byron is allowed to get a dance from somebody. Um, I guess me and him haven't had this conversation, like how he would, if he would care. Like I know when I was just a girlfriend and I was just a fiance, he didn't care because he knew I would, you know, I knew where home was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't say how he would feel, but how I would feel like if I'm there mm-hmm. by all means, like I, I'm that type of turn up person though. Like that don't, that don't bother me. Um, I also know how my man feel about me. So that don't bother me. It doesn't bother me for another girl to be up on my man. You talking to the person that literally told the stripper to bust it down on her man. So I, I <laughs> I don't. But that's it different. doesn't bother me. I don't care. That's different. That's a stripper. Uh, it's kind of that kind of it's kind of like I think a stripper is different because if y'all are around strippers and y'all hire strippers or y'all in the strip clubs tipping strippers, yeah, they ain't to earn they keep. Yeah, go, you know, service my man or whatever. Come service me. Okay. Dance. But just we like let's just say he was at Leo Bash and we all in the section turning up. We we moving around. Somebody come up on him and just starts working. Like, how you gonna feel about that? Mm, I guess it depends on where I'm positioned at. Cause if if it's like she gotta move me out the way to get to my man, it's like no, back your She ain't gotta move you out the way. You <laughs> over there, I'm you, you pouring down, Casamigas in your mouth, you chilling, you on your phone, oh, up in the next girl, room, bitch. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Now, how let's add another layer to it. Let's say it's right. not some random person that you meet. What if one of Byron's friends, which a lot of his girlfriends kind of are your friends, what if they over there in the corner? She getting her twerk on on him. How you feel? Oh. They friend, I mean they're friends. Oh. You, you know, I mean, you, yeah, like, let's say, like, with somebody in our girl group, and I'm using that example for what it's about to lead up, because, like, you know, there's not really, or at least to your knowledge, as far as you can throw your mind, you know, there's no um, crushing or, right, you right. don't feel like they're going to go home and sleep with each other behind your back. How would you feel about right. that? I'm just saying, because I feel like a lot of Byron's female friends are friends with you. I could be wrong. But. yeah I guess um 
I guess I can't say how I would feel about it. I like I could be like, oh, it wouldn't bother me, but I really don't know because I don't see y'all doing it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's hard for me to even envision it because I don't see y'all doing it. But I mean, if we're just drunk having a good time, I guess it really wouldn't bother me. Mm. I'm mm. saying it though. <laughs> Look, I'm saying it <laughs> I'm though. I'm trying to think if any of us ever just twerked on Byron. But even if we did, it was definitely before you guys got married. So that does kind of change things up. Well, Ari Fletcher and her gay best friend, you know, she was throwing it back on him and it kind of had social media up in the uproar and everybody was just saying one thing or another. Oh, I wouldn't go for that. That's inappropriate. It's disrespectful to a relationship. I don't know how I feel about it because, you know, I was thinking about this before we started uh, recording and Lex, like, I don't think I've ever been in a relationship for real. So I don't even know how that, how to even navigate that. I think I would be okay with it, but yeah. I'm just saying that. Okay. So from her perspective, I see why she would do that. Cause it's like, shit, you don't want me out here dancing with a random that's straight. Yeah. Like you don't want me dancing with a straight random, you know, this my homie, you know, you know, he, he like men. He mm-hmm. don't care for me like that. We just in the club having fun. I don't see no problem with that. I also feel like I would be somebody that would do that, especially at this point in my life. My gay best friend around, yeah, I'm going to dance on you because shit, I really don't care to dance on nobody else. Keep me out of trouble, you know? So, yeah, or not keep me out of trouble just so it ain't no problems because you know how people mm-hmm. just like in this situation like mm-hmm. to pull their phones out recall record and run back and be like look at her i seen her dancing all up on him so i'd rather you know be dancing on my friend gay friend or whatever than a stranger but i guess that's that's to each his own in that type of shit People need to stay out of folks' relationship. If bag ain't got no problem, mind y'all fucking business. That's true. It, that is true. It's just like when I, you know, I was kind of curious about it because I'm like, shit, the last relationship I was in, if you just count that, was over five years ago. I honestly don't know how this shit works. I would just imagine knowing I like to go to the club and turn the fuck up when I feel like it. Sometimes I like to go to the club and mope, but I like to go. I like to get drunk. I like to occasionally twerk. I want my man or whoever the fuck I'm with to have fun. Like, why would I take him to the club? Why we go out to the club together? We just gonna just be, you know putting each other in handcuffs i'm not saying go make out with somebody but yeah yeah and get a dance go over there and have fun like you ain't got to be up on me all night but like we came here to have fun and we wanted to be up under each other we could have had movie night at the crib or just go or just go to a bar but i feel like a like a club where they dancing you know people twerking in the middle and shit like it kind of i don't know but some you know there's a um a theme that I see on social media with these memes or like these celebrity couples, like, you know, middle finger in the camera and stuff. And they be like, yeah, I'd be out in the club like this. They'd be like, stay the fuck home then. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really though. <laughs> so I, I thought that was interesting and I did put it on my Instagram and a lot of people answered, and overwhelmingly both genders said, no, they said they weren't dancing oh. on anybody yep they're lying 
they lying. These are sober folks talking. They know dang well when I get <laughs> drunk, if anything goes. So hush. Stop y'all. That's lying. what I'm saying. Y'all niggas are cheated. You niggas and you bitches are cheated. <laughs> so why are y'all saying no right now? Y'all not gonna let somebody dance on another person, but y'all gonna go cheat on them after the club. <sighs> Stop. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> and then another thing, I can see how some people is kind of like no, like that's inappropriate. Like, okay, let me say this. If she was a married woman, so like if she was me, uh, I can see how people be like, that's unacceptable because technically you married, you are for your husband or whoever your significant other is. But then it comes in like, you know, the communication between y'all. Do you care if I do this? Is it a problem for you? So that's when it gets personable. But it's just like a girlfriend or whatever. You shouldn't trip unless you know that the gay best friend, you know, done slid on a couple of females a few times. <laughs> and, he, and, and he looking to slide again. Then we got a problem because she was throwing that ass and he was gripping that ass. So then we have a problem. But other than that, it's not a big deal. I mean, yeah, it, it, it shouldn't be no big deal like that. Child... Well, we know what the next topic is. Do you want to introduce it or do you want me to go ahead and do it? You can go ahead. Go on. All right. So the next topic is the bitch and Mr. Boosie. Pronounced oh, Bussy. <laughs> um, you know, I, I guess I'll start with the baby. Honestly, I ain't been feeling the baby for a while. Um it's the same same beat same song same rap I think I did like him when he first came out I thought he was something new but with him just going around smacking everybody and just doing ignorant shit and uh even the stuff that he did with the little kids and like really just recording it or whatever like I just kind of been like eh uh, apparently he got on stage at a concert and I don't have the script in front of me, but he was just, you know, uh, promoters, artists and DJs do this shit all the time where they be like, raise your hand or turn your cell phone light on. If you a bad bitch, turn your shit on. If you would get money, nigga, turn your shit on. If you ain't got your kids tonight, you know, whatever, you know, crowd engagement. And so he gets on stage and he like, Put your phones up in the air if you ain't got HIV AIDS or, what, or whatever, some type of STD that'll kill you in two weeks. I'm paraphrasing here. And mm-hmm. then he said some other stuff and he did say, you know, put your phone up in, a, in the air if you ain't, if you wasn't out there sucking dick in the fucking parking lot or some shit like that. And it's just like, you are a straight man. So, why do you like what what is the fascination with gay sex what is the i think it's 2021 and the hiv eight shame and shit it needs to stop people are still dying from it people not wanting to get tested and let's just be clear hiv is no longer the gay disease anymore if we want to get down to the statistics you niggas is out here giving this shit to straight black women now wherever y'all getting it from whatever but it's a lot of straight black women that are getting it from men and these men are out here with nine and ten and eleven baby mamas so you do the fucking math 
because everyone I know don't wear fucking condoms. They brag about it. No condom this, mm-hmm. no condom that. The block is high everywhere I fucking go. These cities, HIV is increasing and it shouldn't because we have all the stuff around to prevent this stuff. So the whole idea that, you know, some gay F word, it, you know, got HIV, what do they say? Dick in the booty, whatever, whatever is kind of played. And I also think that it's just not a smart move since you're crossing over into pop or you're trying to good luck with that i i I thought it was just kind of like left field i'm like why is that on your mind did you walk through the parking lot and catch a nigga sucking dick who's the nigga whose dick was he sucking like why did you take it so personal i i completely don't understand he's being dropped from a lot of things and honestly i don't feel bad it's like it's it you too old to be that ignorant and you not like you're in the music industry the music industry is ran by gays period so you know they was gonna let you slide with the disrespect towards megan that was gonna let you slide with you know capping the nigga let you slide with punching on people but you fucked with the right people this time and now your ass losing endorsements side note not trying to stir up any shit but I do want to let y'all know that while you're black and gay at the, at the same time, simultaneously, you black before you gay. Because look how none of that other shit got him canceled. But the moment he said some shit to offend the gay community, not gay blacks, but gay community, look what happened. Um, Boosie. Um, what can I say about Mr. Bussy, Mr. Yellow Eye, Mr. Jaundice? I don't understand why if you say cock in the mirror three times, Boosie is going to appear. And I don't really understand his argument. You know, on one hand, I feel like people can feel how they want to feel. Okay, I don't want my kid look at this. I don't believe in that. It's a sin to me. You know what? Fuck it. Fine. That tug of war is going to go on for the for the dawn of time, for the remaining of the shit. But mm. your argument <laughs> goes out the window when you bring up kids and their exposure when you hired someone to suck your child's dick that also goes out the window when you're saying don't nobody want to see that shit when you're paying people a thousand dollars to put their pussy lips on ig live do you forget why your shit got banned in the first place it's hypocrisy you're either a flaming homosexual or you're a flaming homophobe. But either way, I don't understand why anytime the gay topic comes up, he is, I can guarantee you, I can go to Boosie page or I can find a clip of him coming on it. Shut the fuck up if it don't apply to you. It's plenty of people, male and female, that go and they imitate, or I forgot the word for it, um, straight sex at a concert on camera everyone from the neo soul girls like jill scott to yo ass to whoever else that's life and i actually watched the industry baby video outside of the video the song is really really hard like if i feel like a lot of these homophobes that they didn't listen or if they didn't go and watch a two-second clip of the video and they listen to the song the song is hard Yes, he got some uh, male bitches in prison. And yes, he was nude for a part. Of course, that's blurred out. But that's 
nothing that I haven't seen in any of you guys' uh, uh, music videos. Gucci got hoes walking around cooking collard greens ass naked in his videos. Like Nelly sliding cars down people ass. Like this shit gets more and more and more vulgar the more underground it goes. So I didn't understand that. I just think it's hypocrisy and people just need to, if he not your cup of tea, why are you running to the YouTube or running to a clip to go see it? Like, I, you know, you don't like it. You know, the shit get under your skin, but you go and watch it anyway. I, I don't get it. I think people need to find peace within themselves. I think Boosie seen some shit in that jail based on, based on what he said. And he, and he really curious. He really like, damn, that nigga was busting up your asshole. I, I walked in, I saw that cocaine and I saw you and I, I low-key want to try it, but I know that's against the hood or the real nigga in me. But I'm going to talk about it all day long. So, who knows? Uh, Unless you got an opinion. I don't. I don't know. (laughs) It's kind of like, I mean, I get why y'all being like, why? why he talking about it but shit he gonna talk about it just like everybody else talking about it um I get you say he talk about it all the time but I I I, one thing I be wanting people to remember is Boosie is an old school hood street dude um I mean he's a murderer what type of morals are y'all expecting for him to have like, why are y'all surprised by the things that he says? Why, like, literally, if you if you know where people come from, why are you surprised? I guess for me, it's just like, that's how he was raised. Uh, do you have to agree with what he said? Nah, but yeah, he gonna say stuff like that. This, and to me, it's kind of like, this ain't nothing new. People, you know, people, if you sitting around in the hood, you gonna hear all the gossip. Somebody gonna stop by your porch and they gonna tell you everything is going on. I heard such and such down the street doing this. Mm-hmm. Caught them sneaking from such and such house last night. They gonna talk about it. I and so I don't get the being like, well, why he talking about it? Just like all us be talking about everything else. If you don't agree with it, just don't agree with it and carry on. Just like I don't know. That it's just kind of like. You don't agree with it and carry on. But for his audience, he has an audience that agrees with the things that he says. Just like, you know, there's people out a part of the LGBTQ community that agree, you know, that agree with things that other people say. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like, I don't know why y'all be surprised by him. But I do want folks to stop playing with him, though. Um, and when I say folks, I mean like Bobby Light. Like, okay, you done had two seasons under your belt of love and hip-hop, and you ain't nobody but Trina Cousin, but you always running up in some mess. You asking why Boosie talking about something, why you always talking and jumping up in something? But when somebody steps to you, you you was just ready to press charges on a female for putting her hands on you. So play with everybody, but don't play with that one, because that one, out of everybody, that one bowed you. If y'all um, stepping the people, step you know to what? everybody but the one him. that's about it. No, I, I <laughs> want him. Go ahead and catch another murder charge, Boosie. Good riddance. Like, yeah, I Girl, guess he ain't everyone, gonna get caught. Everybody, <laughs> oh, shit. he damn near got caught for the other one. Listen, everybody, 
can go with the whole, you know, why are you talking about it? Why are you talking about it? I, for one, wasn't surprised. I knew that once some gay shit happened, I, 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 I already knew what to expect from him. I'm just like, yo, your obsession is showing. Your obsession is showing. You think you know, he obsessed okay? with it? Yes, I do. I think he's obsessed with it. Um, and I have seen in the past people that constantly talk about certain things, especially in such a disgusting way. You come, whether it's a preacher, a politician, or just a regular hood nigga, you find out either two days down the line or years down the line that they in the backseat of a car getting sucked up by a nigga named Blanket. They like that dick. It'd be the most homophobic ones because they be trying to throw people off their scent. And okay, yeah, everyone can comment on stuff. But you talking about, I'll beat that nigga ass because he up on That's not what he said. Well, that's what I And that's another thing. That's what I But you didn't go listen to the clip. And I just recently listened to the clip. People act like he said that he, he, people act like that he said directly that he would beat Lil Nas ass. He said if it was directly in front of him and his kids, he would beat that nigga ass. And that's he still wrong that. in my opinion. You're never going to catch me defending Boosie or his shit. I don't have to clarify nothing. I'm if not nigga... defending what he said. I'm just saying what people took that and ran with it as if he said directly. Well, they didn't run when very far. Nas, when he see Lil Nas, that he would beat Lil Nas's ass. Well, they didn't and run very not... far. He said if a nigga was doing it in front of him and his kids, Okay. Okay. Told, nigga, and and their business, Boosie, you out here cussing, smoking, fucking got eight goddamn baby mama. So what if a nigga just run up on you because you doing something wrong? Like, nah, it just wrong is wrong in my opinion. So I'm not gonna I, go I, out of my like way. That happens, I'm not dying on the hill for Boosie, badass ever. I like you. I'm song. not dying on Wipe the hill for him. Adios. Bye bye. Like. I'm just saying people do need to realize like he has a group of people that agree with him. Like that's that's it. We might not agree and a lot there might be a lot of people that don't agree but it's a whole lot of people that do. He just keeping that one little girl of his in the closet. I hope she can find some peace. One of them is very very much so butch. But eh, anyway. You got any closing thoughts on that? No, because I really don't care. Okay. Well, everybody's been watching the Encore. And when I first heard about this, is I was like, I ain't finna watch the this Yeah, I was like, <laughs> here go BET with some bullshit. And I was on my Twitter, like I always be. And I started seeing everybody tweeting about it. And I still, no, nah, I was like, I ain't, I ain't finna watch this. I was like, cherish i did i was i I, for some reason nivia is just one of those people that you can just sense their energy even like through a tv screen or computer screen because i was interested in her especially i liked her music back in the day but she did an interview not with candy not the one that just came out recently but she was in a blue dress and she talked about you know her struggles and stuff so i wanted to follow up with her and then i had already seen a pilot for what was about to be the show with Keely and um, Farrah from Destiny's Child. And so I was like, is this it? And I I was on the fence, but I, I, I tuned in and I have my opinions, but I definitely want to hear yours first. All right. Um, 
I I kind of <laughs> when I first seen the little when I seen the little uh commercial for it, mm-hmm. I was like, here Big E.T. go with this ghetto production. <laughs> I just knew it was gonna be ghetto child. Bitch, do you hear and me? But was, but I saw Carlos King. I saw Carlos <laughs> yes. King, and I said, I know it's I know it's gonna be good. <laughs> yes, that's what really made me tune in, Carlos, because of Carlos King. And of course, I listened to Cherish back in the day. I am a fan of Nivea. I, 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 majority of the time, I do tune into her interviews. Mm-hmm. So I know the interview that you're talking about and yeah. any latest interviews, I like to listen to her. Because um, when Wayne dropped the Carter Five that she's on, she went around and did a little press run then um, about her getting back in the studio and making music. So I was excited to see Nivea. Mm-hmm. I knew Kaylee was going to uh, bring the drama Keely. like she did. Keely, mm-hmm. uh, well, with the licenses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I knew she was going to bring the drama like she did because I, I don't know. I sensed that from her. Like even when she finally reappeared, you know, here in the past, what, year or so, Mm-hmm. Uh, coming for Nateri, it was just like, girl, yeah. Anyways, I knew she was popping back up, and I was excited to see Shamaria on the show yeah. because mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, girl, you was pushing for your music on Real Housewives of Atlanta, and that wasn't the place for you. It was. Um, so I, I wanted to see how she fit in. So I was, I was eager to watch. I really didn't know, um. Uh, Lamisha and Iris personally until they said who they were and you know listed their songs and I was like okay and then um what's the one with the braid uh Pam Pam my my stud muffin yeah (laughs) Pam and then Aubrey now Um. (laughs) now I was like damn Aubrey you just you work your way into any little reality tv show I see nowadays and she just done got too much work done to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that. it's but let me move on from what I initially thought about the show to how I feel about the show. Mm-hmm. I am all the way caught up, y'all. Okay. So these are my feelings now that I am all the way caught up. Drum roll, please. <laughs> I like the twins. I know how people can say me that too. they are annoying how they are annoying and they start right. the drama mm-hmm. but them bitches the only one fucking working it's like you can say whatever the fuck you want about their attitude they might really they say the right things and they say what needs to be said it's about how they say it but it, it it's just like they were working when it was time to put up and shut up and work, they were working. You never, you, I haven't not seen them in the studio. Mm. Lamisha and Iris, since they've been in the house, at oh first it was like, well, Keely, why you here if you not singing? Now, she knows she did wrong for talking about she creative director and she ain't creative directed shit. <laughs> not a damn thing. And she created directed. Wow, Aubrey, I'm going to say, wow, Aubrey was in the house. She is so I wasn't expecting for Keely to be um the puppet master that she is. I expected for her to say what she needed to say to people's face. But to people's face, she's so soft spoken and you know there's no problem, but behind your back, she's gonna start a pot. Um, but I mean it makes for good TV. So it was like, okay, you know, I really don't like you, but you're making good TV because you got to start a pie on TV. 
Um, but Lamisha and Irish, when I say I watched this last episode and I was just like, y'all should have been the first bitches to go home. And I'm sorry to say it like that, but it's true. Lamisha, you complain, complain, complained about mm, how mm. these cherished twins that's younger than you wasn't making no way for you. You had ample opportunities when they were not in the studio to get in there and produce if you wanted to produce. Mm -hmm. You had ample opportunities, whether you were sitting in your room or sitting in the studio to write. You didn't pick the pen up to write. Then you got mad about a part when, sis, let's be honest, (laughs) you and Irish can no longer sing. Y'all sitting up there smoking them damn cigarettes (laughs) and and then think you finna go in the studio and sound good. And then they trying to give you pointers and you looking at it as hate. You mm. and, and that's exactly why your group didn't work out. You showed mm. us why your group didn't work out. You are jealous. You feel like because somebody else is doing it that you can't do it. And instead of you just getting up there and doing it, you talking your shit. But when you had the opportunity, you didn't do nothing. She became queen and everything went to shit because of her. She didn't know what she was doing. So she should have set her ass back. And when I gave them her them little harmonies and got in the studio and sung what she could sing. Mm-hmm. But y'all waited when y'all should have been the first. It really ticked me off. It was like, you waited till after Nivea left. Y'all should have been the first ones gone. And then this would have been a completely different show. Like, and we might would have mm-hmm. had a good group. So mm-hmm. now I feel like, I'm sorry, but Pam needs to go too. We yeah. just need to cherish girls and uh Shamari and Keely. Yeah, Shamari and Keely gonna do what Keely do because Shamari can actually sing still and she sounds good. Um yeah, and then let let me jump back to Miss Aubrey. Go ahead. Aubrey, you sat in that house and you agree with them twins and you instigated. But the minute that she became queen, she flipped on them all because they didn't let her talk. When Lamisha was uh, Lamisha was wrong for what she said to the twins, they gave you a chance to write and you went upstairs and acted like you wasn't feeling good. And they put the ball on the motherfucking money when they said, oh, I think she's feeling some little anxiety. Yes, that's exactly what was wrong with her. She took her tail and she ran up those stairs and she hid underneath their blanket. Mm. So, Aubrey, you should have been with them. You you didn't have to yell with them, but you should have been like, yeah, Lamisha, we gave you a chance and you didn't, but we can go back in the studio right now after you get done smoking your cigarette and we can <laughs> lay the track down because we don't finish writing the song at this point. Um, But Aubrey flipped, which I figured Aubrey was going to flip because she was the white girl in the house full of black girls. And if she couldn't run it the way she wanted to run it, she didn't want to be in it. Aubrey felt like she was a bigger star than everybody else in that house. Um, And true enough, she might have been on TV more than everybody, but everybody's records kind of did it. I mean, you know. Everybody had a hit. Yes, everybody had a hit. So don't act like that. Um, So when I seen her leave, I was glad she left. And like they said, she can't sing no more anyway. So bye. <laughs> but I, I, was sad, I was sad to see Nivea go, though, because Nivea still got it. Mm-hmm. And she bring that funny pizzazz to the show, that comic relief that we need. So mm-hmm. it was sad to see her go. But I understand Same. why she had to go mm-hmm. because of everything that she'd been through. She couldn't continue to sit there and 
go through that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm interested to see where where the what what the next episode gonna come out like. Mm-hmm. But I think that the twins and uh, Shamari can pull it off. Yes, I pretty much agree with you on everything. So I'm gonna do my little character assessment rundown. I'm gonna start with right. the twins. Um, I think that they really got a. I'm not going to say a bad edit, but a very tough edit. Mm-hmm. It's reality TV and it's only so much that can be condensed down, right? Mm-hmm. But one thing about it, and I noticed this in all aspects. Of course, I used to be a dancer. Um, I don't know if I was really good one, but I was very, I had tenacity. So yeah, it took me longer to catch on to things, but I knew what my strength was. Getting the choreography and then going home and doing it over and over and over and over again till it became muscle memory, right? But mm-hmm. I came up under people who, look, we don't take no shit. We some bad bitches. When you come in here, sit your ass up straight. Be here on time. Lock up. Have a face on. Have your stuff in order. If you look good, you feel good. You do it over and over and over until you get it. But then mm-hmm. what I noticed with the girls that were coming after me when they started being more strict and stuff on like hazing and what was considered hazing and like, you know, younger girls crying about the stuff that I just accepted as a part, you know, par for the course. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't as good. It's like, yeah, their emotional needs were met, and maybe, and I guess you don't know anybody's background where they coming from or what they're dealing with at home. So I guess it's good that they do do stuff like that. But you notice a diminishment in quality. If I am so big or spending so much time on trying to coddle your feelings, we're not going to get anything done. I like the right. Time. I like the music. I like I like what they redid to some of the demos. Um mm-hmm. I like their writing style. The only thing that I don't like about the twins are their wigs. Um one could say that mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah they're a little big but I get it. I, I like big hair too. Sometimes we gotta stuff that hair on the wig because we don't want no little thing wig. We want we got big heads we need big wig. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I, I, if when I first saw them, I was like, hold on, little bitches, y'all got way <laughs> too much dip on y'all chip. Y'all are the least successful group in here, and y'all are going in like automatically off rip, you know, sizing people up or whatever. But I did yeah. grow to like the twins because no one, hello, huh? Hello, I felt, I felt how you felt mm-hmm. until they was like that one of their most recent hits was easy and they said another song and I was like oh I to this day still bump easy like who? uh Danny Lay oh girl I don't listen to her. I'm a, I, yeah I, I mean that's the song that made her pop I, I've never and I, I'm sure I've never heard it but I'm gonna write it down uh, I'm gonna listen to it I, you haven't even heard the version with her and Chris Brown no, Let's just take it. a vibe, right? And just catch a vibe. No, it's just you and I. Mm-mm. Take it easy. No, I'll listen. Don't to have to be mine. I'll give her this stream, but I'm not giving. If if she released Yellow Bone, I won't give her a stream for that. <laughs> okay, you ain't got a stream there, but that'll listen to easy though. Yeah, okay, yeah I might yeah. like it because I, you know, honestly, sidebar, I have been talking a lot of shit about uh, Chris Brown releasing for uh, an album with forty songs of the same song. 
but I did hear some Chris Brown. I don't know if it's recent. And I was like, well, I'll be damned. I like this song. And it does not sound like what I thought it was going to sound like. So let me listen to that one and see. But all right, the twins, I initially thought, whoa, these are bitches. But mm-hmm. bitches get shit done. Because mm-hmm. everybody, emotions are like assholes. Everyone has them. And for the most part, a lot of this, this shit stink. Like, everybody got trauma everybody got insecurities but guess what we got 30 days in this house to produce five hits or eight hits or or, or at least five songs or five seven hits. i want to say seven you know yeah we don't have time to sit up and bullshit and coddle everybody and people are not being honest with themselves like so let's go to the nexus and, and, oh back to the twins and yes could they have said things nicer yes but would they have as many songs completed if they did because no shit can't get done unless a fire is put under people's ass and unfortunately everybody can't come along on the journey back to dancing during practice you got up there and messed up cut in front of everybody cut would you try again tomorrow try to make us tomorrow you don't improve unless you have that. Unless you have somebody that's going to straight out be like, this shit is a two-pack of ass. You always going to have somebody that's going to call to your emotions. You always going to have somebody that's going to take you to the side and be like, you're not terrible. You just need to improve on this. That's why you have so many personalities in the house. That's a girl group, right? Because you can't have you can't have four bitches now. And you can't have four... Uh, very nice malleable personality type people because nothing will get done so let's go to Lamisha and what is her sister name um Irish I- Irish I'm gonna call her Ivy y'all can't sing and sadly enough y'all are proof that when all these old bitches all these generation x motherfuckers be like yeah these new people can't sing bitch y'all can't sing either <laughs> last real singers came from the 60s because y'all hoes none of y'all hoes in the 90s is blowing down like that except for in motherfucking vogue and half of escape let's just be clear in vogue all them bitches could sing that was a problem <laughs> but <laughs> um what uh, what group is lamisha and uh irish a part of girl who the hell? uh girl hold up uh, i gotta go look it up i ain't even gonna lie um, <laughs> well what was i about to say they had i, I remember the background of their story is it um mm-hmm. what <laughs> forgive me i don't know the name it escapes me right now um uh, but the they they had that girl they brought that girl in whatever the the main vocalist or lead vocalist was because they needed a, somebody who could actually fucking sing and they didn't like her and they got into it a lot because they weren't they weren't getting singing parts hun mm-hmm. you can't fucking sing you can't do it 702 that's with pam right no pam is total <laughs> yeah pam total i be getting that mixed up so with 702 it's like i get it Y'all want to feel a part of the group, but sometimes you have to play your fucking role. You got to know what you in there for. Yeah. Everybody can't be LeBron. Everybody can't be Kobe. Everybody can't be MJ. You need a six man sometimes. 
sometimes you just need somebody in the background that's light skin and that can hold a note just being honest just being this is the music industry they getting in there they smoking cigarettes they don't want to sing <laughs> why are you Jay ain't smoking the motherfuckers <laughs> ain't smoking the motherfucking cigarettes and wondering why they struggling in the booth hello you're not supposed to be drinking alcohol or smoking cigarettes if you're singing literally I watch so many, so much reality TV with that. The Braxton singers, the singer sisters can all sing. And they was all having drinks. And Tony walked in there and was like, why the fuck are y'all drinking right now? Y'all know what that does to our throat. Y'all over here having a good time doing everything. Y'all hoes want a bun. This is not a sorority sleepover night. This is not sisterly relations, bitch. This is getting shit done. And as much is they like to talk about the twins? If Cosign said the same shit to them, I guarantee you they would sit the fuck down and take it because he's a man. So mm-hmm. them bitches can't sing. I love them to death. And Irish had a face to fucking die for back in the day. I mean, that girl was so. beautiful, but you can't sing. And I think that if you go and get vocal lessons, maybe you could sing, but that also requires you to make sacrifices. They don't want to dance. They don't want to sing. They don't want to sing in front of nobody. Why are you here? Keely. Let's go to Keely. You know what? People can't stand Keely and I get it. She's unsufferable and stuff like that. But I will say I have a soft spot for Keely. I understand what it's like for people to automatically assume that you're going to come in here on some bullshit and you really not even trying. But I'm like, is she fooling me? Or am I just, do I just have a soft spot for her? Or is editing, editing really bad? Because I'm like, she really ain't did nothing different from whatever, what all the other girls are doing. They all talking behind each other back. They all sharing opinions. Well, what'd you feel about what happened earlier? Or what did you feel about this? They're all doing that. So why does it all come down on Keely? Because she threw some KFC chicken and Naturi back in the day. They was at KFC Mm -hmm. and arguing. I mean, it's not like she said, you know what? I'm going to KFC to get a bucket of chicken to throw at this black bitch. No, she had a personal meal, two two pieces of chicken and mashed potatoes, and it went in a Terry face. Naturi got her revenge. She's a bigger star. She's more paid and more liked. Let the girl give y'all her personality. But on the other hand, mama, all you doing is walking around in fucking silk bathrobes, and you not creative directing shit unless they cutting it all out. You know, all of them been going live lately. Like even the the choreographer been going live and blasting. I haven't watched none of it. I it's too too many of them going live. Keely, yeah, I haven't watched any of the lives except for like one of the twins. Like all of them going in on each other, people joining other people's lives and whatever. So hopefully Carlos gives us a good reunion because I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I can't keep up. But I will say, Keely and Aubrey are two sides honestly they're the same side of the same coin i can't even say two different sides of the coin because both of them want to be in control and i think that keely is not confident in her voice anymore you know what they say if you don't use it you'll lose it Mm -hmm. and i think it was safer for her to say i want to be a creative director because who died and made you creative director did they recruit you under the pretense that you would be a creative director for instance, nobody was surprised when Cosine and what is that other boy's name? Um, uh, 
I only know Cosine James. to get into it with everybody. Was it James? Um, no. Uh, it was. Uh, I'm trying to stall, y'all. I'm trying to stall. Cosine and Elijah. Yeah, Elijah. Elijah. That's his name. That's his name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. What was that? When Cosine and Elijah came in, nobody was like, "Oh my God, y'all are going to be the producers." That was a given. When mm-hmm. Aaliyah came to do choreography, nobody was like, oh my God, you're going to be a choreographer? That was a given. But you decided to come on a show, which you had already shot a pilot for, so you know what it was about, and decide, I'm not going to sing. I'm going to be a creative director. And then you don't creative direct shit. Aubrey, on the other hand, she pulled a very white woman move. She got everybody to suck her pussy and be like, oh my God, this needs to be our new queen. In my opinion, I don't know a lot about creative direction, but uh, cutting out the the dove ad with all the skin tones and putting it on a fucking whiteboard is not creative direction. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, even though everybody was happy with it, it didn't give me a look or an idea of what the fuck they were going to be like on stage. Again, my vision can only go so far. So everyone is oohing and on over Aubrey because she made a fucking fifth grade science project presentation. But at the same time, Aubrey is just as messy as Keely. Aubrey is friends with the twins, which everybody hates. And the only reason why she stopped being friends with the twins is because like you said, they wouldn't let her talk one time. And then she went to cosign behind their back and just pass some messages back and forth. I 100% believe that the twins said some shit about cosign and Elijah. And I believe Elijah and cosign said some shit about the twins because that's what people do when it's a big group of people, Mm -hmm. people go out to the side and talk a little shit about, other people in the group everything is not worth repeating now you done went back and all this shit could have been fucking avoided all seven or however many y'all could have been there with these records but no like you trying to use what you hear him saying or them or them saying as some type of leverage to get everybody on your side sis you not slick and then when shit don't go your way you leave now i do need to get on carlos case real quick the editing is terrible why am I seeing Aubrey in the house in certain scenes when people are allegedly walking around looking for fucking Aubrey? And how do you expect me to believe that that bitch took a full size mattress out of the house down the stairs with her? Mm-hmm. And no one and seen nobody it when saw the stairs it. right there. Nobody right saw it. And all of these bitches are over 30. Clean up y'all fucking rooms. Mm. Okay. Who else did I miss? Mm-hmm. Um, Shamari. This is a perfect show for Shamari. Honestly, I did like Shamari on Real Housewives of Atlanta. I feel like she got a bad edit and I feel like she should have been able to do season two to redeem herself. She would have upgraded everything, her fashions, her wig. She was honestly not a bad addition to that show. She brought a certain light and I like it. What she, I like what she does over here. Now she is a little bit of a flip flopper, but I get it. We mm-hmm. already got strong personalities and weak personalities in this home. It's really okay for her to just kind of stay neutral and get the shit done. She is one of the few people with a nice voice and talent and is willing to work. So I'm okay with her kind of doing the straddle. Because at the end of the day, if everybody beefed out, you can't get shit done. So right. girls to Shamari. 
Nivea was definitely comedic relief. I wish they would have included more cuts of her in it. I can understand why a person like her would leave and why a person like her would be turned off by the twins behavior i know people like i am in a a sorority i'm an aka i have line sisters that no matter how big or how small the argument is they completely shut down they can't deal with that shit they won't even be the ones getting yelled at they do not like it when we talk to each other and come back and me i like to play like i'm like cool calm and collected but like when i want to go there i'm gonna go there I'm going to go, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pop it off. And those girls will get so, the specific girls will get so frustrated. They're like, y'all don't have to talk to each other like that. We can get it done another way. And, and you know, our response is always, well, how? Because it ain't been working, you know? That mm-hmm. combined with her missing her fucking kids and the attachment that she has to her kids. God knows what she went through in the industry. And just, it's frustrating when things aren't moving along fast and you're one of the people that are that's actually getting in the booth giving it your all helping right and it's just overshadowed by unproductivity and on top of that you got two people who you do feel like are being mean so I know some people are just not with the whole they always feel like there's a way to soften the blow so I I I get it I think she was frustrated she wants to go home and see her kids Hopefully she popped back up. I don't know how many episodes we have left, but I, I like I her. I think being. maybe two or three episodes left. I hope they're there because if not, they're going to have to record all of her mute, all of her parts over. And she had a lot of parts because she could actually sing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Pam. No, who did I skip over? Pam. Pam. You know what? I'm not going to judge anyone's spiritual journey. But why you come on the show? Yes, one, because you're slowing down the vibe of the music. Nobody wants to sit up and make fucking gospel music. Nobody does. Like, okay, your one little gospel song. There you go. But you don't want to talk about nothing, baby. We got to sell these records too. If you feel so like God telling her a lot of stuff, and I'm and, and I, I'm not gonna say what he is and is not telling her. But I can see somebody who is literally fighting themselves. You are a fucking masculine presenting woman. You are a stud. You like women. You do. You have been fighting it since you married that and divorced that guy. You like fucking women, Pam, because Aubrey touching on you shouldn't have bothered you that much. And in the last episode. That was crazy. Yes. And in the last episode. You don't even want to hug nobody. You got to do the elbow, elbow. You know who else does the elbow, elbow shit? Studs. When they when they around a bunch of feminine women who they not sure, who, who they feel like would reject them or think that they're going to come on to them. They come in real cheesy, like, you know, you know, fist bump, fist bump. Nah, bitch, come give me a fucking hug too, ho. Like, it, it's giving me masking. And when her former team castmate or whatever the fuck came back that's much deeper than some music shit you block that bitch you don't even want to talk to that bitch you can't even look her in the eye she's looking you in the eye saying i want to what happened for real pam what happened i get it you tried to get her (laughs) 
they allegedly they was the ones that was bumping and grinding and the third member was like i'm not with that gay shit and left mm. but regardless like it's your right if you don't want to be gay no more it's okay because people don't want to be freaks no more all the time if you feel like god told you that that homosexuality was a sin that's cool if you feel like rapping and singing and, and mentioning and calling and bitches and that and why are you here that's my whole thing you just look mm-hmm. stiff as a motherfucker and i don't believe that god called you here i believe that you needed a paycheck and you thought why not i can sing why not that's why i'll give her that she can sing and then i do i i did see part of a live where cosign they said cosign and elijah only came four times so if they only came four times the twins have every right to be upset Mm-hmm. so whew, that was a lot i'm sorry i hope i didn't go over you want no kick- you good okay <laughs> you want to kick off potomac oh potomac 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 mm-hmm. um potomac is giving what it needs to give that's Ugh. that's how i'm gonna start it off potomac is giving what it needs to give clutching my i feel like we're at the end of every episode and y'all asking to start <laughs> watching the full episode lex for real I, I went and watched. I caught all the way up. Okay. Like, I, 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 watched. I watched. I did. I didn't do just clips on your ass. I really did watch. Um, baby. So, do we want to just start from episode three or do we don't want to do a full rundown? Let's do a full because, rundown because we still okay. under an hour. So, we got, you know, our goal was hour 15, hour 30. We, we can run this shit for real. This is okay. what the girls came to see. <laughs> this is what the girls came to see. <laughs> um, so first episode, I like the kickoff. It was really nice. Um, let me start out by saying this. Last year, um, mm-hmm. I was a Giselle stan. You still are. Giselle stan. I love that's, that's, that's you. Giselle. I'm not fighting the demon. Um. I still very much so like Giselle um, and I very much so still feel like Karen is a puppet master. But at the puppet end of master. the day, Plus, puppet master at, of these jobs, of these checks, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I, I like this cast. Everybody gives what they need to give. For me, everybody gives what they need to give, especially right now. I like Mia as a new addition. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember like everything that happened in the first episode. So we come in and um we see uh Candace has a new house, gay for Candace. I like to see that Chris, I like that Chris's kids are around. It's nice to see that from Candace. She looking real good. Um, we find out that obviously Giselle and Jamal are no longer together, which um that wasn't it's not a surprise to me that they not together it's like girl I'm, we glad you're not with that man I'm, i was like for real like if we being real we glad you're not with him um karen cleaning out her closet girl you cleaning out that closet okay cool but this <laughs> i get tired of seeing her and ray i'm sorry you just don't like right him. no it's not like karen needs a grid. She not a right. 
She does. She so, toot, toot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Ray be having her back, but he's just so much more late. Yeah. Um, that nigga so is fine with soft foods, okay? Like, cook my green beans extra long so I ain't got to chew through my dentures. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He also <laughs> concerned with Katie, ain't he? <laughs> Katie, oh girl, we we'll get to that. <laughs> but <laughs> the first episode was a nice little kickoff. I mean, obviously, the main part of the first episode was going to Wendy House. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know why Wendy took so long to come out and say that she got her ass done. Like, girl, it's obviously, it's obvious. You went from pancake to mm-hmm. a little cushion. We know you got your ass done. You could have said it when you revealed your titties. Um, so it was like, okay, Wendy. Um, now, Mia, when she didn't know, I can see how someone doesn't know like exactly how much older their significant other is from them. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, all right, y'all, y'all picking. But I do think she's a good addition to the show. Now, she flip-flopped on Karen quick as hell. Um, I was not expecting that to come out of her mouth. I honestly thought that she was going to sit back and just peak game. I didn't think that she was going to be like, well, Giselle has a good heart. Which in that moment, it was funny. Um, Karen and Giselle came out guns a-blazing, didn't it? Um, Karen reads sound better than Giselle's reads. But I need to see what else Giselle is going to pull out this bag mm-hmm. of whatever she says she has on Karen. Mm-hmm. Now, Karen knew goddamn well when she said sing, sing, mm-hmm. that she wasn't talking about no damn prison. Mm-hmm. She knew she was talking about Giselle going to a psych ward. So I really don't know why in episode two, why she tried to switch that up because she realized her mouth. I think she realized that she went too far with it. Mm-hmm. which is good which is good that she realized that but it's kind of like Karen is Giselle your storyline because then you come back and sit down with Ray and was like I went too far like do I just need to help out her because I feel like she throwing the rocks at me but she really mad at Jamal but it's really like no Karen you and Giselle both have done and said things about each other you threw rocks, she threw rocks. It um at this point, it don't even matter who threw the rock first or who kicked up dust first. Dust has been kicked up in each other's eyes and y'all steady kicking dust. So it's like, okay, either you're gonna be friends with her, but I think that's a part of her storyline mm-hmm. for both her and Giselle, since Ray ain't giving what he needs to give, and Giselle don't have a man to give to the show. So they're gonna keep the arguments going. Uh, when ain't nobody else arguing. Um, Ashley, you know, good and pregnant. So she she ain't in the drama yet, but I think once Ashley dropped this baby, she gonna be back in the drama because oh, a lot of people fail to realize that Ashley goodness. is, that's a, Ashley gonna bring the drama. She is the middleman, has always been a middleman. If you look back at any of the best, Ashley is in the middle. She's going to go talk to Karen. She's going to bring it back to Giselle. She's going to go talk to Giselle, bring it back to Karen, bring it back to Monique. She's going to bring it back to whoever. But right now, she's just pregnant. So she's taking it all in, but she is here for the mess. Um, 
I don't think she really liked Karen. I think she just playing nice. Um, but I also think Ashley is one of them per one of those people. Like, if you show me and give to me, I'm gonna show and give to you. But if you stop, I'm gonna stop. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how she is. Um, now Robin and Juan, I've been meaning to talk about this because <sighs> this is one of the biggest Please, things keep that because they're not. Okay, this is one of my biggest things with uh, Robin and Juan. We saw the little scene of them going out mm-hmm. to eat lunch or whatever, right? And one Wait, is telling on. Robin. This is, is this season one? I mean, episode one. Was it not episode one? Or was it episode two? No, I, I honestly don't remember them going out to eat. I promise. They want to sit down for coffee or something where he first told her he didn't like her, you know, uh, going and sleeping it like sleeping in till noon. I think that was. Episode oh, one. okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I, I remember now. I'm sorry. Now this past episode is when they actually show her still being in the bed. Gotcha. But, you know, they go out and they have lunch and he tells her, you know, he doesn't like how she sleeps in till noon. And she's like, it's a pandemic, dude. Chill out. I'm tired. I'm depressed. Whoop, whoop. And he's just like, that's unattractive to me. Um, he doesn't like that. Now, to me, that was a red flag mm-hmm. of you got another bitch that ain't doing that shit. <laughs> but it was also, it was also like, how shitty are you? Like in my eyes, it was like, how shitty of you won? Because Robin has set up with your set up and put up with your bullshit for years and years and years and years. When you was on the road, there was only Robin at that house there to wake them boys up every day, making sure they was going to school and doing everything else. Now she hit with a pandemic like everybody else, and you at the house and you not doing nothing, you just telling her how she doing wrong. That's the problem. You as a spouse need to be figuring out what you can do to help her, not bashing her and telling her you don't like that. Really, let's be real. One is not a man. One does not know how to be a man in this relationship. He's used to things getting done and being given to to him. And Robin is worn out. I get that people is like, Robin is basic, Robin this, Robin that. But that woman is worn out. She's trying to run her business. She's trying to run these kids. She she got the kids all the damn time. So now I'm in a pandemic with my kids 24-7. I can't go nowhere. I can't do nothing. A lot of us experience depression during the pandemic. So yeah. it's like, one, just because you didn't doesn't mean that she's not. Especially if she's somebody that's used to being out on the go to soccer games, dropping them off at school, being able to meet with her girlfriends in between and doing other stuff. And then you just go from doing all that to being in the house. It ain't shit else to do but sleep. You mad because you ain't sleep. What is you doing up? On a Zoom call? He needs to be up planning that fucking wedding is what the fuck he needs to be doing. We know that man don't want to marry her. And I really want her to get the balls to leave him. So she can bounce back with something better so she can boss up to another level of herself mm-hmm. because he really puts her down like he really does and she just want to be with him so bad but baby you could I think do it's better. also that guilt she's the one that fucked up their money 
And she feels like, in my opinion, she feels like if I would have never lost all of one's money that he entrusted with me, we wouldn't have went through so many rocky spots in our relationship and we would have, we would be happier. And now I owe it to him to make that money back. Yeah. And, and I can so see she's her putting like up that. with stuff that if she hadn't fucked that money off, well, no, mm-hmm. I think she still would be there, honestly. But I feel like she's using that as a crutch. Like, oh, he, you know, ever since this happened, he's not expressive or, you know, like low key. I feel like, I feel like guilt and low self-esteem are keeping her there. Yeah, um, def- I definitely feel like that, but it's a, it's to the point to where now, sis, you gotta let she gotta let that guilt go, especially like he not giving you what you want. You don't know, there's nothing more she can do. Mm-hmm. She 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 done proved she can make the money now. Don't know how much money they lost, but you know, it ain't like they down and out no more you know yeah they ain't where where they were but she she putting her best foot forward or you know what I'm trying to say putting her foot forward to mm-hmm. to right her wrongs so it's like how you gonna continue to fall her for that and if it was bad it, for me it's like one if it was bad enough to the point to where you don't want to be with her no more you don't love her leave her leave this woman and just co-parent with her because your sons see how you treat her and they to me they're mommy's boys because they're always with her so it's just like these you raising your kids in this home and eventually they gonna either turn out like that or they gonna turn out resenting you because of how you treat their mother and we both know that more than likely they gonna turn out just like him more than uh-huh. like so it's just like yeah because that's how we go so it's just like come on uh i didn't like that and i know a lot of people was like damn robin but nah damn his ass don't damn her damn him okay. uh what else i guess that's it for episode one wendy do live out in the motherfucking boonies though <laughs> she do so um i think mia is going to be a good addition to the cast i think that she's definitely a fan and she may turn Mm -hmm. from fan to fan favorite really quick because word on the curb is that she gets into it with every last one of them um i think they do the newbies like that i think that anytime a newbie kind of has some personality to them somebody gonna try to check them or put them down or come at them because i ain't never seen robin raise her voice except for when she's about to get hit with that umbrella from monique but you know we'll see so um kern and giselle that's you know that's the main course that's who we really here for because nine times out of ten you're either a karen stand or you're a giselle stand and then if you're super fucking crazy, you are a Candace stand. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. um, I think that I, what I didn't like, and I do like Dr. Wendy Osefo for stepping in and saying, was the flip-flop that Mia did at the table. Um, you don't know Giselle. You've only been around her for three or four fucking hours at best. You are a fan of this show. You have watched the other seasons. Why are you 
being introduced by Karen, yet trying to flip and, and find an entryway to suck Giselle's dick in the first four minutes of shooting. Um, <laughs> I, me personally, you know, I do suffer um, from mental illness. So, you know, sometimes depending on what mood I am in, which a lot of times I can't control that. I do feel like mental health is too far. And then I understand that when I get in my angry moves and somebody coming for me, like, you know, you trying to be hurtful because you're probably hurt by that person. It doesn't make it right. And it's not okay. And like you said, I'm glad that she realized that what she said was too far, but I hope that she's ready to go even further because Giselle is not going to let that go. So once you stoop there, go ahead and start crawling because now is not the time to fly high. Cause she, she's going to come for your ass. Um, you knew what she was talking about with Sing Sing. I think it came out of Sing Sing cause Sing Sing is, you know, a famous prison and so mm-hmm. I think if there was like a famous asylum that everyone would quickly register, she would have said that. But Karen is also the queen of like throwing a rock and hiding her hand per se. She does just enough to where you know where she's going, but then you're not sure where she came from. So she can go back and say, well, I don't know what Sing Sing is. It just came off the top of my head. We know that's an infamous prison. And we know that you were referring to Jamal Bryant giving Giselle Bryant herpes and sending her into a psych ward before they got married you know that's what she was talking about go ahead and say it but I understand being smart you can't say that on tv and get your ass sued to high heavens but surely Giselle wouldn't sue because then you would have to prove that you don't have herpes and that you didn't go to an asylum um Robin Robin needs to start defending her own self and not Giselle because Giselle will let Robin sit out and get chewed up she hardly ever steps in when Robin is getting demolished in my opinion she might make a little funny look or stare oh 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 no you didn't but she don't go like I got what Wendy was saying like let them get they one (laughs) like these ladies going back and forth um Mm -hmm. and then i didn't understand i think wendy was gonna try to hold off on the whole ass thing i think she was gonna pass it off as hers but she was getting pressed by mia and then when she tried to press back and realized mia had no shame because i mean there's no way you should be ashamed of your ass once you're getting your clit done not saying that there's anything wrong with getting your clit done and i also want to touch on these grown bitches talking about lips and stuff flapping in the wind like y'all are all over fucking 35 minus candace i think she might be like 33 or something y'all all have fucking kids none of you hoes vaginas look that great based on my assumption because you bitches have went through childbirth and according to some of y'all y'all tore so i don't like it when older i expect that shit from young hoes and no and i know the common thing is oh you're you're upset about this you got a flappy vagina i don't okay anybody who slept with me no i don't but I vaginas come in all sizes. Y'all hoes is on TV. Y'all gonna be kicking this women empowerment shit and y'all talking about flaps and how much folds and shit somebody shit got. Like, and y'all have multiple kids. Giselle, you have one, two, three that I know of. Kern, you got however many. She didn't say shit. Candace, you the only one who doesn't have one. Ashley, you about to push out another big headed motherfucker. You better hope your shit looks nice at the end of it. Like, I don't get the whole vagina shaming. Y'all are fucking 40 and 50. 
and damn near 60. Same with Wendy. Anybody talk about her, she want to cry. But, you know, talking about the whole vagina thing, I'm glad that she eventually confessed up to getting her ass done. But Mia, girl, I'm still side-eyeing you for giving your number out and come to find out in later episodes texting. But I, I, I like episode one was good. What about episode two? Um. Okay, so episode two, we continue. At Wendy at Wendy House, and that's when you know Karen. Oh yeah. Oh, I took notes. Let me stop playing because <laughs> I was going off the dome when I really, really took notes. Okay. So Karen said that um, Jamal Juan and Robin's uh, relationship was fake, and then when Giselle was like, "You said their relationship was fake." She was like, no, I didn't say that. No, yo, you being see now because you literally just said that. Then she tried to backpedal. It was like, no, no, no. But I know our relationship real. No, you said what you said, which I don't see that relationship being fake. I just see it being strained and toxic. Um, one and Robin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, for... For um, Robin to say that the outside of Giselle's house looked bad said a lot. Because <laughs> it did. <laughs> like this big ass West Wing. And I get what she was trying to do. Gotta, you know, gotta try to get the bang for your book. Mm-hmm. But it looks bad. Like I, <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks really bad. Especially with the height difference. I would have rather her knock out a couple walls in the back and extend the one floor right. back instead of putting that that thing she put on the side of the house that oh. shit look like a, <laughs> a, a temporary like a, a portable hvac unit it going down yeah. <laughs> it's like girl what so really you put you bought yourself a house and then you connected it to another house where your key is at <laughs> but the inside looks nice <laughs> so like Robin said what needed to be said um, the inside looks nice uh, so then we jump to the part the scene where Wendy is at uh, Wendy's having dinner and she's talking about how she can't cook she can't cook Nigerian food she's Nigerian right mm-hmm. Yeah, she can't cook Nigerian food for her American friends because they say it's too spicy and so the only chance she gets to cook it is when her family comes around. And she and her mom tells them uh, that they, she want a boob job. And everybody was like, what? I motherfucking die laughing. Because I was like, what? Not like, <laughs> just telling everybody. Huh? <laughs> I was like, what is going on? And yeah, I was like, not you just busting it out at dinner. <laughs> Uh, so that was funny to me, but I was really surprised that Mr. Mrs. PhD, I got four degrees, Wendy is deciding to go into the candle business. It's smart of her to do this, um, but Eddie doesn't seem thrilled about her doing this or thrilled to help her. Like the look on his face when she said something was like, yeah, all right, like, I'm not helping you. Um, and this, I'm jumping, but I just want to tie this in. 
She mm-hmm. later goes into a scene with Karen the, where she talks about how the reason her and Karen didn't get along last year is because she, Karen wants somebody, she wants to mentor somebody, pretty much somebody to kiss her ass. And Karen said, no, I don't. But now Wendy is at your house and you're just like, I'm so glad I can mentor her because that's what you wanted. You wanted her to bow down to you. So mm-hmm. now that she is, it's all cool. But I just don't understand how Wendy could say she didn't know she needed to write a a business plan for her business, but your husband is a lawyer. These are things he looks over every day, girl. Like, come on now. Like, it's kind of like Wendy trying to, um, she trying to dumb herself down to fit in and puff her chest out. But yes. So yeah, Eddie doesn't seem thrilled. Karen is always backtracking. Um, uh, that was about seeing things. So I really done already said that in this episode, but mm-hmm. she always backtracking on the couch with Ashley talking about you didn't know what seeing thing was. You knew what seeing thing was. Don't play. You you jab low, but it's okay. We know. We know. That's you, though. That's Karen, folks. I want y'all people to know that is Karen. She just feel bad after she jab low. And Giselle don't. Um, I also think so. Candace feels some type of way when she receives the little box of chocolates with Karen inviting her over for the little note, don't spread hate love party. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. I was yawning. Um, I think, I think Candace feelings are valid because I didn't think about it I really didn't think about it last season when everything kind of blew up but you know bravo they gonna remind you (laughs) they gonna Mm -hmm. always remind you of something and Karen what like Candace and Karen were really close they were actually closer than her and closer than her and anybody else in the group because Karen really took to her when she came in Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, I didn't think about it. I get why Karen wanted to be the middleman, but there should have been a different type of conversation that happened um, between her and Candace at any point. Uh, I feel like at any point, it's like, it's okay to be that friend and stand your ground and be like, I'm not getting in the middle of it. But it's okay. It's also okay to still be there for a friend. You can let them know, like I'm being the middleman, which means honestly, I'm staying out of it. And but I experienced the show different. But that's what Karen did. Candace didn't want Karen to be a middleman. Candace felt like there was a clear right and a clear wrong. Right, right. And and uh Karen didn't say, you know, who was right, who was wrong. Because she felt like they saying, were. and so that's right. that's what made Candace upset that Karen was but she needed to have a a like a different type of conversation with her about it. And obviously in the episode they end up well, not this episode, but episode the, three. The one, yeah. They'll yeah, they'll end up talking about it. Um but I do feel like Candace's feelings are valid when, when you're talking about a friend, regardless of whether 
you know, in our eyes, Karen was right for standing out. If that's how she feels and she feels like she needs to talk to her about it um, or she can't trust her, that's just how she feel about it. Because, you know, sometimes you just kind of can't help how you feel about yeah. things or how people, the stances that people took in certain situations. You know, I know. <laughs> yes. You um, know. Ashley said, when Ashley showed up to that party without Michael, let's be clear, Michael don't like Karen. He wasn't never going to show up. But Ashley said, I'm getting a check with or without Michael. We know Michael didn't want to come because they have a nanny. So the nanny could have watched the children. Um, now, Mia versus Wendy. Um when I originally seen the clip, I was like, dang, Wendy. Um, I get where Wendy is coming from, but I guess I guess it's kind of like, okay, Wendy, here we go again with kind of how she was acting last season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's that saying, it's not about what you say, it's about how you say it. And she was giving off that demeanor like, she was right for what she said, yeah. but it's her tone of voice. It was her tone of voice while it she was, was talking very much down so to her. Giving me, I'm in trouble by my mama or by my 40-year-old auntie. Yes. Um, so it's just like, mm, like I get it, but why did it have to go that far? Especially like being said, like if Karen doesn't care, why do you care? So I, I kind of feel like Wendy kind of took over that spot where Giselle be hazing people. I feel like she's hazing Mia. Um, but it's like, Wendy, tread lightly because you still new to the group. Yourself, yeah. This just season two for you, sis. So tread lightly. Um, the newlywed game. I, I, you know, production gonna do a good job of showing faces. I'm not necessarily just a fan of Mia yet because I don't know her, mm-hmm. but I don't like how Wendy was already off the back judging her. It was like, dang. Um, she judged her when her and her husband said they like missionary. Bitch, what's wrong with missionary? Wendy Somebody gives me say, missionary. I like missionary. She, Out of all the I freaky like shit I like to do, I like I like missionary. That's my favorite. Well, that ain't my favorite, but it's like it ain't nothing wrong with it. And you talking about you and your husband hitting that doggy style. What's your what favorite somebody girl? Say? <laughs> on top, I like being on top. Oh, no, you crazy. <laughs> That's why we yin and yang. I'm on the bottom. <laughs> you know what? You gotta be a crazy ass motherfucker to be a woman like to ride dick. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> anyway um, back to the thing <laughs> yeah it was like girl you talking about you and your husband like it doggy style people could be like oh he y'all just do a doggy style so he ain't gotta look at your face so mm-hmm. like don't don't, don't judge somebody <laughs> right <laughs> like don't judge somebody for liking missionary when it's about their marriage it was like she was side eyeing her for the rest of the show um when ray said katie when everybody in the group was like, who's someone, mm-hmm. you know, you would, when he you said would, Katie, yeah. 
it was like, dang, right? Katie, on your mind, Katie, yeah, like thinking either. about that. Yes, and it was just so funny because Katie's wig season before last was so bad. So Karen, I mean, right? Why are you thinking about Katie when Karen? I mean, would you say I don't think Karen looks better than Katie, but she keeps herself kept up better than Katie? Um, I think I think Katie went through a rough season. She had a lot of mental health issues. She was losing custody of her kids. And as mm-hmm. people, as it was stated on the show, she was just not stable enough to be on reality TV. Katie is a socialite and a model. We've seen her look really good. And honestly, mm-hmm. not favor, but when Katie is dolled up, she does give me a young Karen Hooger, very mm. light in a way. And so I can see how Ray would be attracted to that because typically, in my opinion, men do date. We were talking about this with the, you know, the ex dude that I date. I'm like, I know how his next girl is gonna look because he looks like all of mm-hmm. us. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. don't. They're not too far off. So let's just say something crazy happened and Katie's mental health improves and and uh, Ray leaves Karen and they end up together. I'm not gonna be surprised aesthetic wise. What I was surprised at is that Katie is no longer on the show and she hasn't been for a while. So why is that on your mind but maybe he Mm -hmm. felt like you know man maybe he felt like he was playing it safe saying somebody outside of the current casting Mm -hmm. because karen thought it was going to be mia but i feel like mia would be in if i was married mia would be a little too close for comfort because i know how you got your i know how you got your husband and i know why you Mm -hmm. got your husband so you can stay Mm -hmm. away from mine right um what's next now wendy mm-hmm. you know that board <laughs> you know that board said me <laughs> uh-huh. i don't know who you thought you was fooling but we know that board said me now like straight up sis come on now um i don't know that wasn't a good look like i get it but that wasn't a good look like for her to be like that looks like mia <laughs> girl we hear you <laughs> You know, you mic'd up, <laughs> right? Like, okay, what's next? Uh, we on the episode three now. Yeah. Um, episode three. Damn, bitch, let One. me get episode two. Shit. Okay, well, down here with episode okay. two. I'm going to keep it quick because I know we, we're kind of getting there. Um, episode two. So um this is when wendy finally admits that she had her ass done i felt like in a way she was like back in the corner is not the phrase that i would use i don't have a better one at this point like non-aggressively back into a corner you tried to stonewall mia and she she gave you some energy right back so either go ahead and come clean about your ass at the same point it could be editing because wendy did get on after the airing of episode one and said what's up with this editing i did say that i got my butt done um fast forward at karen's house i am liking wendy this season so far she is sometimes a little too trying to sun i I don't want to use the word aggressive because it's not necessarily an aggression it's just right condescending in a way Mm -hmm. i get it i don't be liking that bullshit either 
because I do that all the time when motherfuckers be like, oh, I this, I that. I was like, no, no, no. Cause, cause just last night you mm-hmm. said, I'm good for that phrase right there. <laughs> like literally verbatim. And so I get where she coming from. Don't pump fake. If you want to be neutral with the two, you want to fill out the ladies, fill them out and be forthright with that. But don't wait till the green eye band is not here to say, oh, she's just a pretty face. And that the reason why you said that is because Giselle said something nasty about Ray because you made the comment about Giselle being a good soul after you found out what she said about Ray. Right. Or, or no, 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 no. You didn't make the good soul or whatever, good spirit, whatever the fuck she said comment after that. You good heart. Exchange your numbers after that. So if she was, so, if that was something that just really took you aback and that was your friend, if somebody said that about my friend, husband, then I'm not going to be in the kitchen exchanging numbers to go catch up and send them nice, you know, sweet nothings throughout the week and shit like that. I'm not going to do that. And then if right. I do that, I'm not going to wait till I'm at Karen's house and saying, oh, well, maybe she's not as sweet as I thought. Oh, uh, but you knew that you had the information to make your assessment before you made it and you still did what you did. Song with Wendy, don't, you ain't got a lot of kick it. Just say, look, y'all, I'm new here. I just want to get a feel for everybody. Y'all have y'all differences. I want to kind of, you know, get whatever. Um, I don't know if it's mm-hmm. episode one. Oh, the other thing. I do not like, my biggest thing is don't do to me what you don't want me to do to you. So don't get loud. If you don't want me to get loud, don't put mm-hmm. your hand in my face. If you don't want me to put my hand in your face, don't mm-hmm. do that. And people have a bad habit of doing all of this, being up in somebody's face. And then when somebody give it back to them, it's get your hand out my face or what, bitch? Because one thing about it, once it's up, I'm not going to dis- de-escalate it. And so honestly, even after this last episode, I really wish Mia just would have let the shit go up in flames because yeah, what you going to do? W- what are you going to do? You popped that right. by fucking Monique putting her hands on somebody. So surely you wouldn't do that. Let me expose the hypocrite in you. Mm. If you I, I, I ain't I, even I, look at it like that. Yeah, but let yeah. me expose the hypocrite in you because yeah, my hand is up because I talk with my hands and so do you, Wendy. So do you, Wendy. So this whole yeah. time you've been flailing and everything and you've been dismissing me shoe fly with your hands. But the moment I do it, it's get your hands out my face and bitch staying in. I hate when I, when my hands just in the air and they like, get your hands out my face. Yeah. What Robin say, this is in your face. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, uh, then the couples, um, I don't know about Wendy. I, on a hand, I don't, I'm divided. Cause on one hand, I'm like, if I if I'm not feeling somebody and I'm making it known that I'm not feeling them, what my husband is not gonna do on nationally syndicated TV is let everybody know that that's who he would go for. But if it's already on the fucking tablet, what you won't see me do is break a motherfucking sweat. I'm gonna cheer that. I'm gonna cheer that shit on. Oh, you like Mia? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She cute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I might beat your ass in the car. But I got too mm-hmm. much pride. <laughs> Ashley's sliding on by once again. Episode two, she's sliding on by because she's pregnant. But wait till mm-hmm. she drops that baby. She is about to be on one. Um, yes. 
uh what else did i want to talk about i really should have brought this up from the beginning candace leave your nose alone stop Mm -hmm. this is it no fillers no tweaks no adjustments nothing leave it alone the rest of the money that you have dedicated to your nose give it to karen hooger so she can lift that droopy ass tip up (laughs) leave your face alone you are done but it looks good it does right look now. good right now but it is turning into too much of a snout the first revision the first nose was the best this revision shit leave it alone yeah Just yeah leave sis it leave it alone leave it but alone. i do like her and chris they grow more and more on me every season i i i know i i like chris's personality but i'm i'm not i'm i'm sorry i'm just not for a white man sitting up living off a black woman's inheritance and pedigree and is that what he doing he's not an owner of that restaurant that he was pretending to be an owner of that nigga was a head motherfucking chef and he probably got he was probably able to get uh like uh some shares of some whatever in the company like they do anytime you work for corporate america if you at a certain position you can get uh, i think best share company or some shit like that yeah so um, he was claiming to be owner of a restaurant where the owner, the actual owner came out and said no. Um, but regardless, I am not for no white man with three fucking kids, one of which he's quote unquote estranged from marrying some successful black woman. Like if you, you could have just dated a black dude for that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I'm gonna just say it. I'm gonna just say it. You got a whole nigga stereotype laying in your bed, and he is not a nigga. What are you doing it for? So when y'all divorce, he take whatever the fuck you got. Make your life a living hell. I like his demeanor. I like his attitude. Mm-hmm. But you can never trust a white man. You gotta sleep with one eye open. I don't know what hold they have. I know they used to work in the restaurant together, but I don't like that. I don't like that. She is marrying down. I'm tired of black women marrying down. Get somebody to take care of you. And I guess okay. maybe you do that emotionally. I, I'm just saying, like, I don't like that. Cause then in a few years, she's gonna be like, I did this and my mama did that. And I Dorothy don't strike me as the type of bitch that go for that shit. So I'm like, what is Dorothy didn't doing? like him? Huh? I said Dorothy didn't like him. Her she didn't him. like him, then she did like him, then she didn't like him. I don't know if she was just like, fuck it, they getting married anyway. I might as well, you know, push. I, I don't know. I can't mm-hmm. I can't read it, sis. But I'm like, there is no way Dorothy going for this. And, and she paying a third of the damn mortgage. Seem like you don't need to be up in there. Well, I thought during COVID he was being like a celebrity chef to people. Oh, so yeah, well, he's selling YouTube videos. So we'll see how far that goes. I feel like okay. if he, you know, I, I, I don't, something in my gut telling me that some in the buttermilk ain't clean. There's a hair in the biscuit. Um, we need mm. to go ahead and put it in the rinse because whatever it was didn't come out in the wash. Like something is something is not right. I don't know. I can't gauge it. But personality wise, he is way more likable than Candace. I will say that. I will give him that. Okay. Um, 
Giselle and Robin, I have nothing for them this episode. So yeah, I don't have episode. nothing for them. All right. Episode three um starts off with one waking Robin up out of the bed. So he yells downstairs to Robin for Robin to get up so that she can go wake the boys up. And I literally wrote, I was like, one, you could have just woke the kids up. Like you, he literally, the amount of time it took for him to walk down the stairs for her to, to check and see if she had made sure the other little boy was up, you could have went and woke him up. It's like, I don't get it. You in the house, but you want her to do it. Both of you guys are parents. Like, I'm just not feeling him with that. Like, like I get it. Yeah, Robin could get up and she's supposed to be this mom and she's supposed to have a schedule for the kids and make sure they get breakfast and all of this stuff. But it, it just ain't like that all of the time, dude. And it's like, since you here, if you feel like these certain things need to be done because it bothers you that much, Step in and do it. Like imagine waking up your wife to go wake up the kids when all you have to fucking do is go wake up the kids. Kids, literally. Like that's all you have to do. Um so Ashley, after that, we watch Ashley and Giselle have lunch. Mm. So y'all, I'm finna veer off just for a quick second because I got into it with somebody on Instagram over this clip of Ashley and Giselle having lunch. Because, you know, obviously at the lunch, Ashley and Giselle are talking and she's asking her, is she ready to have, you know, to have the baby? And if she's feeling anxious, how she's feeling and stuff like that. And she was like, you know, because during my second pregnancy, no one paid me attention. So I'm checking on you. And then she asked her, is she nervous about Michael? Um, and I felt like that was a valid question. I felt like if anyone on the show was going to ask Ashley that is Giselle, because let's be clear, Giselle has been the same about her stance on Michael and asking Ashley about Michael. She does not have to talk about it behind her back because she talks about it to her face. But I got into it with somebody on Instagram because they was like, how dare you ask that or something? And it was just like, what's the problem? That's the question that a friend would ask. If Blair was pregnant and she was Ashley, I would ask her the same thing. Are you feeling okay? Are you anxious? How are you feeling about Michael since the last time you were pregnant? He was caught out doing other stuff. Are you feeling good about him? Okay, glad to hear because he worries me. That's That's a friend response. But she was like, Giselle is a friend to nobody. Ashley is a friend to nobody. They two peas in a pod when it comes to that shit. Like, don't forget who Ashley is. So it's just like, okay. But they didn't want to go on and call me a clown. (laughs) (laughs) I had to go back and call them a bird. (laughs) Like, it's just like, okay. Um, But then, yeah, I just went back and deleted my comments because it's like, Lex, what the fuck? But... I feel like that conversation was very much so needed because Michael is, as of right now, this going to be Michael's first season not doing no suspect shit as of right now. As um, of so, right, now. right. So we, you never know with him. You really don't. What else? Um, 
Karen asked Mia about Wendy. Uh oh, yes. So they're at the little pamper part or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I just want this to be known. Karen is the one that got this got the argument between Mia and Wendy started because she sat there. She asked Mia about Wendy while Wendy was sitting right there. And Mia went to explain. Now, Mia wasn't being disrespectful at all. In my eyes, Mia was not being disrespectful. She was just trying to explain to Karen what happened or whatnot. Um, And to your point, like I literally wrote the same thing. Like you said, Wendy, you talking with your hands. So how are you going to sit up here and tell Mia to get her hands out your face and not to talk with her hands when you literally are doing exactly what you're asking this woman not to do? And it's just like, I hate when people do that because it's like, if you know you're not going to do nothing with your hands, you know she's not going to do nothing with, with her hands. And if she do, pop pop off. Pop off. It seems like Wendy is ready to pop off. Because you your whole storyline last season was taking a bunch of bitches side who you didn't know just to get Monique off the show. What she did was so wrong. So what you gonna do Mm -hmm. if I keep my hands in your face? What you gonna do? Right. Um, Then Wendy got mad at Giselle and said she called me small-minded. Wendy, she didn't call you small-minded until after she had already walked off. Giselle had asked y'all to hold up before then because she was getting ready to literally bag. I'm not gonna say she was getting ready to bag Wendy up, but she was getting ready to pretty much second what she had at you know what she had heard from Wendy and everybody else about the brunch. You said now you're saying I'm just a pretty face, but Wendy, you didn't allow that to happen. You going hard, and she says she going hard for Giselle. You not going hard for Giselle. You going hard because you don't like this woman straight off the bat. Because I don't know if she feel like Mia is pretty because it's my giving what it needs to give for me. I'm going to be honest. Mia looks, uh, it's a couple of angles that they catch her in, and I'm like, ooh. But, you know, straight on. She, yeah. So it's just like, I don't know what it is, but it's obvious that Wendy does not like Mia. So don't say that you sent up here defending Giselle. Yes, she was at the house, but it's not solely about Giselle. You got your own beef with this girl because for whatever reason. It's not solely about Giselle, but I can see how if Giselle or if you're not present for something and the whole reason why this, really kind of spilled over today is because she said she liked you she's they was like lex got a really good spirit then when you gone oh maybe she's just a pretty face and i'm like "Uh uh-uh hold up wait a minute and we get into an argument over that and then the next time we meet up you explaining that and lex finally walk in and then you shut me down on some shit and i'm like hold up bitch this whole shit happened because she was being fake towards you. I mean, I don't like the bitch, but if I wouldn't have spoke up about her flip-flopping and, and, and not being consistent about you, then we wouldn't have had this argument. So it just would have went from a little dislike to not a targeted one. Like, you supposed to and be I my get friend. That, you supposed to But it's me. not like... 
I'm sticking my neck I, out for you and you coming in here just shutting me down. But no, 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 no. Like, I get what you're saying, but it wasn't no shut down like when we shut up. It was just like a let her talk because at that point, at that point in time, when Giselle asked uh, Mia the, or was trying to ask Mia the question, Wendy wasn't talking. Mm -hmm. She then cut her off. And so Giselle never got a chance to even get her question out to Mia because they started back arguing. So it's just like, you know how it is in a moment where you be like, hold on, I'm trying to hear what she's saying. That's not no jab towards you as my friend or me being disloyal. But if y'all sitting up here arguing about the thing that she said about me, let me get to the bottom of it too. Okay, Mia, you was just texting my phone saying this, but I'm hearing that now I'm just a pretty face. But I'm not even getting a chance to do that because y'all are arguing. And at this point, y'all ain't arguing about what was said about me. Y'all arguing about each other's hands being each other's face and you dismissing her mm. and stuff like this. So that was the point of that. I, I didn't feel that. like it. It wasn't far enough for her to be like, Giselle, you're disloyal. When it's like, no, I'm not trying to be disloyal towards you. I'm just trying to figure out, just like you said she said this stuff, I'm trying to figure out what she said and if she going to be bold enough to say it to my face, but you're not even giving her that chance. So, yeah. Um, and then she's like, she called me small-minded. I'm not going to hush. You, she called you small-minded after you dismissed her. She got up and walked away is when she called you small-minded. Um, so folks love to play that card. Yeah. Uh, and I just felt like in that situation, like I literally wrote, you're wrong, Wendy. Yeah. In that situation, Wendy was wrong. Every girl likes a good friend that's going to go hard for them. Lord knows we do. But sometimes... A, a friend that goes hard can put you in more mess or cause more mess because they going so hard, but they, they, we not getting to the bottom of the issue. Everything you saying is valid, sweetheart. Yes, it is. But let's get down to the bottom of the issue. Let's put everything on the table instead of just arguing about it. Um, then Karen goes in to say, but because Satan threw the party, saying Giselle started it but Karen you were the one that asked me the question you kicked that shit off but somehow people will forget that she was the one that kicked that question off about Mia and Wendy Giselle did not when Giselle walked in them hoes was already arguing that um, then then a new girl that was with Robin and Wendy when they was packaging the hats what's her name uh, I can't think of a Asaka, Akasha, Asaka, Ashaka. Yeah, it was girl. like she is very pretty, but it was like, girl, this your first time meeting Karen. Why did you say somebody said you drink too much and you supposed to be coming in as Robin's friend? I'm gonna blame them um, for poor editing because I was like, that's just kind of out left field, but it's there had to be some type of conversation that led up to that because I ain't no fucking way. Yeah, but I could tell, um, I could tell that Wendy had obviously already said something to Karen about the conversation. Because mm -hmm. even at Robin, she didn't want to say too much because her and Karen now best of all friends or whatnot. So it was obvious that Karen knew where it had, knew who said it, it would, yeah, where it was coming from already. 
And then, then I just put Karen, shut the fuck up because, <laughs> because it's just like you, Karen be saying a whole bunch of shit, a whole bunch of nothing. She sat up there and told they pretty much confirmed that her ass like to drink. If yeah. you call me, I might have a party with you. Girl, just say that. Yes, I like to drink. Instead of saying a whole bunch of nothing, like, she's so extra. Mm-hmm. Karen gives off vibes to me, like, she say that she this, but in actuality, she not. Like, girl, you know you and Ray ain't getting it on. You know, goddamn well, you don't need no stripper pole in your bedroom because Ray don't give a damn about you stripping, which is why you humping that pillow. Mm-hmm. And production is a fool for zooming in on that pillow on her side of the bed that was slumped mm-hmm. down. <laughs> I was like, I was like, these Bravo Productions people gonna get you every time because they zoomed in on it after she said when they uh called her last year when she was like she be humping a pillow and uh Wendy was like, so you dry humping? And she was like, it's not dry when I get on the song. <laughs> <laughs> um, My Lord, uh, with. The whole spa thing, I think it was needed. I think it was a really juicy scene. Um, the only thing that I regret is that Mia got up and walked away. I guess part of me, like I be getting it sometimes be- because I feel like the moment that she'd be like, you know what? I ain't got time for this. I ain't even finna do that. And you go preserve mm-hmm. your energy. Somebody gonna say some shit like, yeah, walk away. Mm-hmm. boom I'll be like I bet so my thing is I don't even want to walk away because I feel like right or wrong you gonna talk to me a certain way I'm gonna match your fucking energy and you're not gonna fucking punk me we just gonna throw down in this bitch one of us just gonna be a losing motherfucker but you're not finna like I'm just not finna sit the fuck down to be like you know what you got it the only time I really do that shit is when I'm arguing with my motherfucking friends and I'm trying not to go fucking far because I like them bitches but I just wanted to be like I just wanted her to just pipe it up but I also get you gotta think strategic like I want another season I don't want to come in and not have nobody to film with but I don't be like it I don't like the way they be treating the newbies like they just finna like OGM with the so the Karen and Candace's conversation about the fight happened last episode or this episode i feel like it, was- it happened this episode okay can i talk about that for a second yeah that might be what i told karen to shut the fuck up to okay. <laughs> but yeah um so karen and candace uh sit down because candace feels like in order to move forward with somebody that she really consider a friend she just talks to them and i'm i'm team karen here i feel like for one i feel like candace got what she deserved now, I, I can also feel like Candace got what she deserved and I can also feel like Monique was wrong for putting her hands on Candace. I feel like the two are not mutually exclusive. Like you can get what you deserve and what that when what you deserve be something wrong. <laughs> yeah. I feel like any of us would have just finally snapped and did it. Um, I also understand where if you feel like you are privy to both situations like if i have two people and i know both of the situations and i know what's leading up to this and i can kind of feel like damn if i was in monique's shoes 
I would definitely do this. Damn, if I was in, she, Karen said that if I was in Monique's shoes, you know, I, I get it, Monique. If I, you know, Candace asking Karen, what would you do if somebody put their hands on you? Oh, honey, I press charges. She's literally mm-hmm. saying, I feel what both of y'all saying. But when you are in an argument with somebody, don't, as much as people like to pretend, people don't be objective when it comes to them. It becomes very subjective. So Karen staying out of it and still being cool with Monique and still, you know, talking to her and not icing her out like everybody else did, who everybody else except for Wendy already had a secret agenda. And then minus Ashley, but Ashley didn't pick, I mean, didn't, didn't straddle a fence. She, you know, chose her side. Mm-hmm. Candace is now back upset at that when Karen is not changing her stance. I would do it all over again. I feel like the only thing that Karen would have changed would have been her reaching out after the fact when the two fell off, like, you know, before, you know, filming and stuff, like before this film uh-huh. started. I think that's what Karen says. Well, she's like, well, I can't change the past. And then Candace goes, well, you just said that you wouldn't change the past. It's like, don't be dense, bitch. I can't change the fact that I didn't reach out to you after that because I feel like you didn't want to hear from me. But uh-huh. we can move forward. I'm telling you that if this shit happened again, I will still be neutral as I can be. Candace don't want people. She just wants somebody to be on her side. And I get it because I'm quick to tell a motherfucker, you my friend, you supposed to be on my side. That's been a lot of what the fuck I've been saying lately. Ain't no fucking being neutral when it comes to me. As of lately, I'm like, if you ain't team B, get the fuck out. But Candace is trying to make it a right or wrong thing. And they both were wrong. They both could have walked away. They both instigated that fight. They both touched uh-huh. each other inappropriately. And if we going off of who touched who first, Candace, you touched Monique. So if we go off of right and wrong now, Monique escalated it. You still wrong. I think that's all that Karen was saying. And I don't like the fact how Giselle and whoever else is all like, well, you know, that just goes to show you because... If it had, if the shoe had been on the other foot or it was Robin in that fight and somebody grabbed that Robin collar or, or jacket or something like that, you would have been like, keep your hands to yourself. And like, I, I hate that. It's like, Karen is not just going to be a hundred percent you. Cause you was wrong too. She's not, yeah. your this is a 60 year old lady. <laughs> that's, that's true but 25 year olds in the club you know what I'm saying like yeah that's true and I just think that Candace thought that they were closer than that but what I will say I can respect I can respect the honesty that Karen gave to Candace in that conversation Mm -hmm. um because a lot of people aren't willing to have that conversation I think but I do think had she had that conversation earlier on um it you know it might have been a different outcome but then again I don't know if Candace would have been she did have that and Candace crying and saying this woman assaulted me what has she she did Karen Karen literally said you guys are both wrong I'm going to stay out of it and back then and still as today Candace does not feel like you could see that happen and straddle the fence you either team her or team Monique when it came down to it team right or wrong but I like the way Karen finally stood her ground on some shit 
finally yeah um but I also see why Candace is still like you know I don't fully trust her Mm -hmm. um you know because you never know what conversations are had behind the scenes about Mm -hmm. things um so yeah even though I don't necessarily agree because like you said, like, if it's my friend, bitch, I don't give a fuck if the other bitch was right or wrong. You tell me that in private, have my back in public, damn it. Mm-hmm. Like, we friends. But I get it. Karen Karen feels like her, her not feels like her and Monique are friends also. Yeah. So. You know, um, I get Candace 100%. I just want you to call a spade a spade. Say, if you're not team Candace, yeah. team shit. Yeah. Um. But like she said, she was like, you know, I fully can't trust her and I'm a, I'm a kiki, but that's it. Like, I'm gonna play nice, but that's it. Um, and I can respect it. I can respect that whole conversation, honestly. I could. Um, I am waiting to hear um, what Giselle has for us as far as Karen C. Because if it's some fucking tax shit or some old I don't think it is. I, hope I it think is. it's I think it's gonna be about Ray, cause this is what I'm thinking. You re- you remember May- a couple of seasons ago, Erica Laos, Erica Laos, and then Karen wanted to get back at Giselle for bringing up Erica Laos, so she brought in Sherman's girlfriend mm-hmm. to her party. We had never seen Sherman's girlfriend before, but all of a sudden, mm. Mm. Girl, sorry, all the. All of, all of a sudden we're seeing her you know mm. so they was tip the tat on that but this time I I think I think be, I think this is production going in Karen so we're gonna see how this go um because you know when Andy get the digging they get the finding stuff um and then there's that preview I haven't seen it again but there's a preview that um, Karen is gonna see some woman on Ray's phone, mm-hmm. which that can end up being something that can end up being nothing. But I'm I'm wondering. But a lot of people are like they thought that Giselle was gonna say something about Eddie um at the lunch with Ashley, but it didn't happen. Mm-mm. So did it get cut out? Um, I don't know because I did see a preview of Giselle mentioning Eddie on some one of those fan pages that I follow, and I feel like it was on the outside of a building. It, they were sitting down and having lunch. It was probably like an outside patio or something. I could be imagining things, but I do feel like she's gonna bring it up somewhere during the season. But I feel like that that probably won't be halfway until like halfway because um they're probably gonna get mad at each other because you know Karen and uh. Wendy are now friends so there's probably going to be a build up of tension before um that drops gotcha all right yeah but and I do think he cheating you think so yeah he giving off very much cheater vibes to me honey and and like honestly Wendy got her body done she looked good I think she looked good before but she said she got her body done for her. But I think part of that, she got her body done for Eddie. I think she knows her husband has a wandering eye. She, her, he, he African. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that this man ain't cheating on her. And she know it. 
Girl, you know, I have to cut my African off, so I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> Not you cut yours off. So. Oh. But anything else about the episode? Um, I am interested to see what's going to have the new girl so fucked up next episode. One thing I will say about Potomac is that... I hope that the girls get a pension from Bravo because they are doing all of the heavy lifting for all of the franchises except for Beverly yeah. Hills, which I do not and watch. Married to me. Yes. And Mary, you know what? Honestly, I did catch up on Mary to me. I have not watched the last one, but we're not going to do that tonight. I know our goal was to get off before 10 o'clock and our goal honestly was to have an hour and 30 minute show, but we did cover three episodes of one show and an entire season of another. So y'all bear with us. The episode after this is we're going to try to keep them light because we want y'all to pay attention to everything that we say. We don't want y'all tuning out. Mm -hmm. Um, But yes, Potomac is really carrying bravo right now all the girls are tuned in to see it um and what i can say about it is that each of the episodes so far has had me rushing to watch the next episode because sometimes i can get very sidetracked and Mm -hmm. i will let episodes pile up like not if i don't get into the season yet but mid-season be like oh the hell with it i did that with atlanta yeah um so uh yes they're doing a very fine job over there and i hope that the girls are getting paid because married to medicine had to take a pay cut this season oh they did Mm -hmm. they all had to take a pay cut yeah Mm. i'm gonna try to and eugene keep their house and then also I haven't discussed this with Alexis just yet, but do y'all want two separate, I guess, seasons going of like reviews and then hot topics? Or do y'all still want them together? Cause I, I like our reviews and I don't, you know, so let us know what you think so that we can, we can table it and kind of figure out how we want to go. Like we're coming back. We coming here for y'all and we're, we're going to go in. You got anything to say, Lex? um yeah uh just let us know reach out to us more so we can talk about like more hot topics that you guys see tweet us and no good company podcast so we can shout you guys out on our next episode let us know what y'all think let us know do y'all agree with us do y'all not agree with us how y'all feeling about Potomac how y'all feeling about Encore how y'all feeling about the drama just let us know you know oh and like she gotta start watching um cabaret what is that Jocelyn's cabaret you gotta start oh that's too ghetto for me a bitch Uh, hold on now you watch (laughs) bad girls club (laughs) I tried bad girls club again I tried but that that's at least Bad Girls Club had real, like, good production. That Zeus production is horrible. I, okay, I, I do agree that Zeus does not have the best production, but I will say I did watch, like, one episode of, like, the season one. This one that she recently had, uh, is it Miami or Atlanta? I don't know. The season two. Atlanta. It has not It has not been that bad. It, it's just enough ratchet. Like, y'all, I have said it before. I cannot do Bad Girls Club. 
I can't. I tried Baddies ATL. I I can't. I they are so mean to I I know it's crazy coming from me. I cannot. Have you watched Baddies ATL? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I can't. It's just a bunch of riding around in cars or being in a big ass house yelling. Like I, I but you know what you do need to watch. Too. You need to watch Tyler Perry's sisters on BET. Oh, I heard good good shit about that. My only issue with now. Tyler Perry is when he come up with a scripted show, that bitch will go on for 40 seasons. I don't have time to be addicted to a show for 40 years. Like he did See, the have I and do. have not. And I'm really I'm really mad at the way he ended having to have not. So we're not gonna go there. But <laughs> Sisters is really good. It's season three, so you got enough time to catch up. Um, and you know, to our listeners, if y'all been watching Sisters, tell me who y'all favorite character is. Cause I'm gonna let y'all know right now. Um, my favorite character is uh Fatima and Danny, and Andy just gets on my damn nerves. <laughs> hey, dude, she's so stupid. I'ma catch up. So I'm a okay, I'm gonna try to kill one season a week. All right, you can do it. You really can. It ain't that many episodes. Well, thank you guys for being patient. Um, Alexis is married now, so she got to go attend to her husband. It's six minutes after our goal end time. So y'all have a blessed night and um, we'll see y'all next week. See y'all next week. No good company. (laughs) Hey, yo, you ain't fuck me. You fuck the old body. You ain't fuck Nikki. You fuck Nicole body. Ain't no miles when this here nobody. Go up with their heads, these bitches is nobody. Mm. I, I mean a nobody, now I need some music. No little word trying to stick me like a tooth.